Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code COLLEGEDRAFT to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. Pour yourself a cold one. They strike them, huh? And listen to Ross Tucker break down the top college prospects on another tasty edition of The College Draft. Daddy Soda Time here on the College Draft Podcast, presented, of course, as always, by DraftKings. I'm your boy, Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. You know this. Those of you that check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL or social media at Ross Tucker NFL at Ross Tucker Pod. You can see the helmets and the game balls and stuff from the teams I played for a long time ago now, 15 years since I retired. Uh, unbelievable. Anyway, speaking of unbelievable, my guy, Emery Hunt, went 4-0 and in his college football picks last week. 4-0. and I tell you, you need to listen or watch this show. This is why I tell you. Because Emery is out here just giving away money to those of you that watch or listen to the College Draft Podcast. Emery, of course, the great Emery Hunt. You can check him out on social media at FBall Game Plan on Twitter. Football Game Plan on YouTube. Footballgameplan.com slash 2024 Draft Guide. As a reminder, this show is really three shows for the price of one. Price being nothing, by the way, but... For the price of one being, we're going to go over the biggest college games each week. We're going to give you Emory's picks against the spread in the biggest college games every week. And we're going to highlight some of the NFL prospects that you need to be looking at. Before we look forward, Emory, we need to look back. You were 4-0. and You took Miami in the points against A&M. They won outright. You took Texas and the points. They won outright. You took Colorado laying three. They smashed the Cornhuskers. You took Washington State getting four points. 
They won outright. Emery, you, I've never seen someone have a college football weekend like you just had. Take a bow, my friend. Take a bow. That was impressive. You know, Ross, man, it's hard being great. You know, I start to feel like it's a deterrent now where you just constantly win and people always want to either be silent or they want to knock you. Because if we extrapolate that 4-0 here on this show, 7-1 in college football on CBS Sports HQ, 2-2 in the CFL as well, which now I'm 34-22 and overall on the season. So when you think about all of this, oh, and I went 4-2 on my NFL picks on CBS Sports HQ as well. So that's a lot of winning, Ross. And so for me, when you constantly win and you constantly try to promote, people will say, oh, you're being arrogant. Now I'm just reporting the news. I'm reporting the facts. And the facts of the matter is you need to lock in with the Ross Tucker College Football Podcast and all of his shows. You need to lock in with everything that I'm on on CBS Sports HQ. Just follow both of us because we always just walk around just exuding success. Ross calling NFL games on CBS. I'm out here calling ridiculous college football games at different levels where you have fantastic finishes. Finishes. This is all about success here on this show, Ross. I'm ready for week number three. I feel like all I can hear in my head is that song, and I never know the names of like who sings it, but all I do is win, 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 no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is, Ross. That's all. And, oh, and by the way, I also f- was able to fit in some time this past weekend amongst all those winnings to go scout some college football games. I was at Stony Brook in Rhode Island on Friday night after I left CBS Sports HQ studio on Thursday night. So we, we stay busy over here, Ross. Okay, so I got a lot of questions for you. So, first of all, I think one of my themes, and maybe this is one of my themes the first couple weeks of the season, Emery, is I, I, I think there's a lot of good quarterbacks. I mean, even the guys that aren't like Drake May and Caleb Williams or even like Bo Nix, I mean, like the J.J. McCarthy kid from Michigan's good. For Quinn yours to do what he did in Alabama, I mean, how about your boy Van Dyke at Miami? And Shador Sanders, listen, he was getting rocked by that Nebraska defense. They, they had good coverage. The, the D-line was getting to him. But he remained unfazed. I got to say, Emery, this might be the most – good quarterbacks I can ever remember where you have like guys that aren't considered top 10 quarterbacks or top 10 quarterback prospects that are going out there and just putting up ridiculous numbers. Let's also stretch that list out too and add Cam Ward. We've seen him now two years at Washington State beat Wisconsin. We can even talk about how well Spencer Rattler played not only in the opener against North Carolina, but how well he played last weekend. And he is still has that, that elite-level arm talent. So, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of good quarterbacks, which always I'm always willing to point out that it's okay to take a quarterback outside the first round. It's just about making sure you get a guy that you feel like you could win games with and if you have a shot with. And so whether that's in the first round, second round, whatever, you know, just make sure you get a good quarterback. And it's going to be fascinating to consider – which quarterbacks are going to come out? Because we know now with the NIL deals and uh, this bonus year that keeps floating around, that keeps getting kicked down the curb, and also now with guys that are just um, 
just straight up juniors that have another year, who all is going to be eligible to come out? We never talk about how good KJ Jefferson plays for Arkansas. He's another one that tends to get forgotten about. Wait, so, hold on a second. Is he still there? He is still there. Bro. <laughs> still there. Frank Harris is still there at UTSA. No, there, like I saw that. There is no way. Frank Harris, there is no way. I mean, Emery, Frank Harris, Frank Harris' son is on the team with him. I, I mean. This is how I, tell you, I give you another one. I didn't realize this guy was still on the team until after uh, like going leading into week zero, Darren Granger, who I really like out of Georgia State. He's I have a full scout report on him in the 2023 draft guy. I was like, wait, he had an extra year. He came back. He's back. And even if you want to dip your toe in the FCS level, Matthew Sluka of Holy Cross nearly pulls off the upset against Boston College. He's another guy that, that's a senior, but also has another year probably. So there's a ton of good quarterbacks. I'm I'm excited to see how this thing will all play out. Who's going to be a senior? Who's going to go to the Shrine or Senior Bowl? You know, if they're eligible, I think this is a great year if you want to upgrade your QB1 or strengthen your QB2 with a pathway to QB1, kind of like a Sam Howell. You know, there, there's a lot to like about this quarterback group, man. It's a fun year to need one. I'll say this, too. Speaking of your, uh, you know, Sluka. And I saw your tweet about this at F ball game plan. Th- there's no way Bob Chesney's back at Holy Cross next year. Oh. I mean, ha- I like ha- Boston college should hire him. Like, I mean, it's unbelievable how good of a coach he is. Holy yeah. cross in the Patriot league, almost taking down Boston college in the ACC power five. That is nuts. Emery. You go back and watch him coach at Assumption College, where Deontay Hardy came from, and he was dominant at the Division II level at Assumption, got the call up to go coach at Holy Cross, has been dominant. I think they've won three consecutive Patriot League titles, which hadn't been done um, by any team in the Patriot League, I don't believe. Uh, so, And it's probably well on his way to his fourth. Uh, so he's done a fantastic job at Holy Cross. And and it's been fun to watch how Colgate has gone through their run. Georgetown is off to a 2 and 0 start. We've seen Lehigh uh, under coach Cohen doing their thing, and now we're seeing, you know, coach Chesney who not only had his team disciplined and ready to go, but had them fighting through the end of that game. I think what really hurt them was that rain delay because they were going to get that punt back, then all of a sudden the skies opened. They had a minute 30 left in the fourth quarter as they were receiving the punt, then the lightning strike hits, and now you have an hour delay. Uh, a rain delay so by the time they get back out there you lose a little bit of that that momentum that you built up but you're right he's a fantastic coach and that's why i tweet out they have to do whatever is possible to keep him whether that's you know giving him part ownership of the of the school or (laughs) fbs do what you have to do to keep him in worcester i think that's how you pronounce it no 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 worcester 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 Right, fit and feel right off the highway. I've been to Holy Cross a couple times. Even interviewed Coach Chesney, uh, I want to say in 2019. Great dude, a lot of energy. He's the Sean McVay of college coaches. It, like You can't help but feel uh, a part of the program when you're talking with him for even just two minutes and just excited about what he's building uh, at Holy Cross. Well, in football, the fourth quarter is where the magic happens. Unfortunately, Holy Cross wasn't able to get done. It's where games are won, where champions are made. And in business, 
It's where sales teams become legends. That's why HubSpot built Sales Hub to give sales reps the deal-making tools they need to win their Q4. Sales Hub's prospecting workspace organizes your schedule, goals, and to-do list in one place to save your team precious fourth quarter time. And smart sequences help sales reps close deals faster than ever. So get ready to dominate Q4 with Sales Hub. Learn more at HubSpot.com slash sales. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, Emery, any other themes, any other big takeaways from last week in college football, things that jumped out to you? Um, obviously, the Colorado thing is still a big deal. Um, I don't know there's something from a scouting perspective, you know, with Travis Hunter. And then the Bama thing, ah, man, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. They, they just, they got a lot of young guys playing. And, and like, we, we've gotten so used to Alabama just always still being good. But, I don't know, Emory, you lose the first and third picks in the draft. And you have true freshmen starting all over the place. And a new quarterback. Like, it would almost be weird if you didn't lose, like, an early season game or struggle early season. Right. And, and the crazy part is, man, when you think about um, Bama and I, I had this, obviously you don't want to tweet this out during the game because you'd be in your whole mentions defending and mad Bama fans and all that. But we used to come into a season knowing who the Bama running back was, knowing who at least one elite receiver was, knowing who's a dominant defender outside within the front seven. You know, right now, the dominant player is Kool-Aid McKinstry, and Bama just doesn't have that same type of team coming into the season. This is a retooling year. They're they're good, but they don't have the great player. You, you know what I mean? I think that's what happened versus Texas. You saw Texas have better wide receivers. You saw Texas have the better tight end. You saw Texas have the better quarterback, and that's not what we're used to seeing from Alabama. Will they get there? Probably so. We'll see. Um, but they do have enough time to, to really get it together. And, and this is, a, you know, we're, I, I think this is may, this may be a nine and three Bama team, you know what I mean? And, and so it, it's tough to see this happen because we, we saw, we could see it happen a little bit with Ohio state uh, it, when they go through that retooling, obviously McCord is not the same court caliber of quarterback that we've seen from them. The last, what, three quarterbacks, four quarterbacks and it's still early to even say that 
But just from initial viewing, it's like, okay, they're going to have to win differently um, this year than they've won in the past. And and so that's going to ha- that happens in college football. We see it all the time. I also feel like, once again, no one's talking about Penn State. They went out there and really ran their way to dominance. Yes, they played Delaware, who's a very good uh, FCS program. They should be FBS. Delaware is way better than people realize. Right, Delaware way is better. Like people way, go, oh, it's Delaware. No. And they shouldn't even play a school like that. Uh, Delaware's FBS. They they coming. You seen what they've been building on campus? They are legit building up toward a conference USA or an American athletic invite. They got the facilities now are insane. So, but Penn State, if, if imagine all you're needing is your run game just to to win a game against a very good FCS opponent. Drew Aller was efficient, still had a good day, and their defense was dominant. So, it, it's it's this is the year we're seeing we can see two. Big 10 teams, your Pac-12 team, uh, a Big 12 team, all vie for the, the playoff. And that one is only going to be one SEC team, whoever wins the SEC championship. I, I think that's what we'll see. Well, what you'll see for me uh, this weekend is watching these games and eating some DoorDash. I mean, listen, if you're feeling good about your fantasy football team, but not sure what to eat? Make it easy on yourself. Order in on DoorDash. Now you can root for your squad while your food and drinks are on the way. Yep, that means burgers, chips, dips, soda, pizza, wings, and so much more delivered straight to your door. All right, Emery, let's look ahead now a little bit. Um, You're right, though, man. I can't believe that you took three underdogs and they all won outright. Like I just, that is very, 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 very hard to do. Very hard to do. Um, Kudos to you. Um, We were talking about Colorado earlier. They got the rivalry game at Colorado State and the Buffaloes are laying 23 and a half. Uh, who are you going with on this one, and what you'll be looking at? Well, obviously, I'm laying these points with Colorado, um, but there's no way Colorado has a has a, a, a letdown against Colorado State. There's a lot of the same factors going into this game that went into that Nebraska game. Um, it's let me backtrack a little bit. This was funny because I tweeted out. I think uh, our guy George Foster tweeted out. And commenting on the 800, 900 media credentials that they issued out for the Nebraska Colorado game. It's like, he was like, how do you even, how is this even logically or logistically possible? And um, so I quote tweeted him and was like, you know, expect to see uh, all kind of random celebrities at the game, like Wesley Snipes standing next to Cool G Rap standing next to Jesse Spano, right? Just, just random people at the game. So then at the game, you see on the sideline, they panning, you know, the uh, sideline or whatnot. Wu-Tang at the game. What? <laughs> like, who, how does that even happen, right? So, this game, you got rivalry game. You know, Colorado, Colorado State was always a big game. They used to play this game in uh, at Invesco Field in Denver because uh, it was such a big rivalry. Um, you got the whole Coach Prime thing. They're good. They're undefeated. They're ranked in the top 20. They're going to uh, crush Colorado State. Uh, so, lay the points. But – 
when you when we're talking about Shadua Sanders, and first of all, when, when you think about Colorado and why they are having success, and this is something that a lot of coaching, great coaching staffs do, and I don't think Deion Sanders is getting enough credit for, is the ability to make adjustments. What were we talking about after the TCU game? Man, if TCU just ran the football, they would have won. And next thing you know, everybody was talking about, well, Nebraska just has to run the ball against Colorado. Well, they tried, but Colorado made adjustments. They swapped out starting linebackers. They switched some things up on the defensive front. The run game was a lot better uh, in defending the run than it was against TCU. So the ability to quickly make adjustments, hey, man, it's not working. Let's figure out what's going on, and let's switch it up. Boom, they did that. And so when you have that, uh, I guess you can call it humbleness or ability to self-scout and be self-aware as a team, you're going to always be on the plus side of win. So I think they do a good job of that. They did that at Jackson State. And uh, with Coach Raymond, it was a different staff, but they used to always like understand who they are and what they have and what they need to be better at, and they make those adjustments quickly. They're not married to the same thing and hoping it's going to work. Um, and also, the thing about Shadur Sanders is the fact that when you're watching him throw the football is how great he is at protecting the ball. Not one of his passes are almost intercepted. Like He does a fantastic job of keeping the ball protected, protecting the receiver, protecting the possession, which is why they tend to have a lot of plus drives. I know they punted often in that game against Nebraska. Some things didn't go their way, but it wasn't like they were throwing, he was throwing bad passes or putting the ball in harm's way. That's an elite level trait to have uh, as a quarterback. That's why I'm always excited to watch him play because he does play the game like a savvy NFL veteran. Yeah, I mean, and so let me, I want to make sure I understand it. I think it's right. But Shador Sanders and Travis Hunter were both true freshmen at Jackson State last year? Uh, they were true f- sophomores. Well, fr- fr- Hunter was a true freshman. Uh, Shador was a true sophomore. Shador played in the 2021 season as a true freshman. Oh, so he could leave after this year, theoretically. Correct. Okay. He's, he's a junior. But Hunter can't. Right. Okay. I thought they were the same year for some reason. Mm-mm. Um, all right. Georgia is taking on South Carolina. This is actually pretty unbelievable when you think about it. But Georgia favored by 27 points. I mean, Emory, this is a a conference game against a team that was pretty darn good last year. At the end of the year, was knocking off everybody they played. Clemson, Tennessee. Is Georgia really that much better than everybody, including South Carolina? Georgia is better up front than South Carolina in that capacity on O-line and D-line. We saw the O-line for South Carolina have a significant issue against North Carolina's defensive front that was getting in the face of Spencer Rattler. Now, I do feel like South Carolina has the best quarterback in this game. I think Spencer Rattler is better than Carson Beck. But if you can't protect Spencer Rattler, it kind of makes it even even itself. It makes it, you know, even out. So, 27 and a half points, I, I, I don't see. I'm taking South Carolina the points. What I'm more fascinated with it within this game is because this is usually a tell-all game because there's usually some top-tier pro prospects on both sides that play each other. I remember watching it when I was a high school recruit, and you had Zola Davis for South Carolina taking on Champ Bailey, you know, the dual threat, uh, everything at Georgia. And so you had uh, Boo Williams, you know, running the football for, you know, South Carolina and Anthony Wright 
playing quarterback. And, you know, you had all these good stars, Landis, Gary, and everybody on Georgia's side and, you know, doing their thing too. So it's it's always a good game for talent from a talent perspective. But in this game, because I feel like they have the best quarterback, South Carolina, they'll keep this one under that number. So I'm going to take them in the points. All right. And then the other game I wanted to get into with you, uh, San Diego State is at Oregon State. Oregon State's laying 23 and a half. Another big spread in this game. Uh, not a lot of not a lot of respect for for the Brady bunch, Brady Hoax boys. Right, especially with how well they swarm to the football and how solid they tend to play up front along the line of scrimmage. The under is definitely in play here too, uh, because of the the type of offenses both from we saw Oregon State totals forty six and a half by the way forty six and a half right so when you think about Oregon State in their run game and San Diego State and how they can control the game with their quarterback Jalen Mayton who's a very good quarterback another guy that's on these list of you know solid quarterback you know day three type guy um, but when you think about how well Uyunglele is playing you know behind that very good offensive line of Oregon State. I can see Oregon State this being a late cover, but you always worry about the back door with San Diego State. I don't think I don't think um, you know Oregon State is as explosive with the big play like a UCLA was. Um, so I, I can lay these big points with Oregon State. I'll sweat it out, but I'll trust Oregon State's ability to to really control and grind grind it out and and kind of build on a few possessions to really help bring this cover home. Do you think, what do you think of DJ Uyunglele as a uh, pro prospect? It's, it's, he's, we, we forgot to mention Joe Milton too in the, in the quarterbacks that we listed. Another guy, right? But oh yeah, no, there's a million. We didn't, yeah, I mean, there's a million we didn't list. And, and so Uyunglele is, is, I think he's, you know, more of the old school prototype, kind of like that, you know, big body quarterback, play action, you know, get the ball out off of play action. He kind of, his game is not like a one-to-one Ross and his game just kind of reminds me of like how he rolls out, how he throws the ball, kind of like Tony Banks. Remember Tony Banks? Yeah. Uh, And by the way, Emery, if you want to go to the game right now, you can still get tickets $23. That's lower end zone, by the way, lower level end zone. On the Game Time app, snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code DRAFT for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. So again, create an account, redeem code DRAFT for $20 off. Download Game Time today, last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. I absolutely love the Game Time app. You get $20 off and you can be lower level end zone for $23. $3. $3 to watch DJ, who he's still a little flat-footed, Emery, at times. For my liking, it's almost like Oregon State's offensive line is giving him like a false sense of comfort. But we'll see what happens when they start playing some better teams. Other than that, the keg is kicked. We're all tapped out. Thanks for tuning in to College Draft. Make sure to also check out the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Even Money, and Fantasy Feast, all on the DraftKings Network on Samsung TV Plus, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform.